Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to How's the Market, your guide to Los Angeles real estate. I am your host, Iggy Kuban, and I don't mean to toot my own horn, but my buddy Daniel said that I should talk about my qualifications. So I've been in real estate for over 10 years, sold over 300 houses with your help, obviously. And so I put together this podcast to kind of inform my friends, family, and clients on the real estate market and kind of educate them at the same time. I hope to be doing interviews with lenders, title reps, and other real estate agents, as well as other vendors, to just kind of give you an idea of not only what's going on in today's market, but also what to expect when you buy, sell, apply for a mortgage, or rent a place. So without further ado, let's get into it. Today is February 12th, 2023, and it is Super Bowl Sunday. The Kansas City Chiefs are playing the Philadelphia Eagles. The commercials, and some people watch it for the sport. <laughs> it looks like right now they're in the fourth quarter and they're tied 35-35. There are only a couple minutes left to play, so probably by the end of this podcast, we'll know the score. Anyway, so my last episode, thank you for the people that listened to it. I appreciate you guys. Hopefully you rated my podcast and you hit subscribe so you can get this next podcast. I'm going to do my best to record these episodes at least twice a month, but if I could get to more of them, I'd be happy to share more information with you. There was an article actually that came out yesterday in the New York Times. Title was, When It's Easy to Be a Landlord, Nobody Wants to Sell. Subheadline said, Locked in at historically low interest rates, platforms that make managing rentals a breeze, homeowners have little incentive to put a house on the market. Long story short, it's easy to be a landlord. And why would anyone sell when they locked in their interest rate at 2%, 2.5%, and now the interest rate's more than doubled, and inflation has gone up quite a bit, so they can charge quite a bit more for rent. So that's the gist of that one. Talking about the real estate market, here is what I'm seeing. The inventory is still low. So my buyers, even though they're trying to get a deal, they don't have too many to pick from. And the houses that are priced low are selling rapidly. If the house is priced slightly below market value, it's going to get a bunch of bids. As people are still competing for the hot homes and the homes that are sitting are just overpriced, even though the comps support the prices. Same as last week. Let's see what's going on with interest rates. All right, so according to bankrate.com, which is a fairly reputable site, a jumbo loan, so if you buy a house for a million dollars and put 20% down, that's $200,000, the rates are right around 6.125%. There's a company called Sage Mortgage that's offering that rate, and their upfront costs are about $13,000. So your monthly payment on that one would be about $4,861. If you'd like more information about mortgages, I can always put you in touch with one of my preferred lenders, or you can walk into your local bank or credit union and get more information there. There are also a lot of tools online that will help you calculate roughly what your monthly payment would be. But to get the best idea of what you can afford, you probably should talk to a professional that does this day in and day out 
and knows what to look for. You can probably figure it out on your own, but it's much more helpful if you talk to someone who knows what they're doing. So on my last episode, I mentioned a few terms and one of my friends, Daniel, he actually reached out to me and said, hey, could you kind of explain what certain terms mean? So I'll jump into it. On the last episode, I talked about not wanting to be house poor when you're buying a place. Basically, you're house poor when you're spending a large amount of your income on owning a home. You got to make sure that you can afford all the costs associated with buying a home before you commit to a mortgage so you can avoid being house poor. What does this mean? Let's say, to keep these simple, very simple, let's say you bring in $5,000 a month for your income. If your payments are more than a certain amount, your pay, your monthly mortgage payments $3,000, that only leaves you with $2,000 a month to spend on your expenses. If you have a car payment and the car payment's $500, that only gives you $1,500 a month to spend on your groceries, gasoline, insurance, utilities. So you don't want to be in a position like that. Pretty much what house poor means, to kind of explain it to you guys, you want to be at a a place where you are comfortable making your mortgage payment and you have enough money in your pocket and your savings for a rainy day. You get sick, you can't work for a week, you want to take a vacation, you want to go out to a nice dinner, make sure that you're not spending all your money on a house. So yeah, there are lots of things to take into consideration. Again, going back to the lender, the lender will be able to calculate like your basic needs and your costs they'll be able to help put together a plan for you you also might be able to talk to a financial planner or even your accountant might be able to help you decipher your expenses and how much you can ultimately afford to pay for a mortgage so there was another article by yahoo finance that said u.s home prices are heading for a further drop this year even though mortgages are getting cheaper a housing market expert says. Okay, so this article was published uh, this morning, Sunday, February 12th, by Zara Tayeb. I hope I said that right. And she said, home prices could fall by 9% this year as the Fed powers ahead with rate hikes, according to a Mortgage Bankers Association board member. That may also entail trading volumes in the housing market sliding to a 40-year lows, real estate veteran Jeff Taylor said. His view comes despite 30-year mortgage rates retreating almost 100 basis points from the fourth quarter highs. So 100 basis points means 1%. Every basis point is 0.01%. So when the Fed raises 100 basis points, that means they're raising, raising it 1%. Just to clarify what basis points means so you can kind of understand it, this particular article and these people in this article are predicting the prices can level off or come down even a little bit. I'm still not seeing the prices coming down too much. I'm seeing in LA specifically, I'm seeing some price drops. I'm seeing some houses sell with multiple offers this week. The longer they sit, the better your chance of negotiating a deal. But if you're selling a property, I would advise you to price it my buyers, I tell them to go after the houses that have been sitting, okay? Because those houses might be more willing to negotiate their prices. Now, this might not work in all cases. Some of the sellers might be reluctant 
to drop the price on their house. And you will find out right away or your agent will be able to reach out to the seller's agent and find out right away if the seller is really willing to negotiate or they're just unrealistic with their price. So it works to your benefit to find out what the seller's motivation is and if they are ready to negotiate, okay? Before, houses were selling within the first few days of the market, first few weeks on the market. And by before, I mean like eight months ago, a year ago. Before COVID, houses would sit on the market 30, 45 days. Some of them would get a couple offers. Some of them would sell after one or two negotiations. We're going back to kind of like a pre-COVID negotiation era. It still hasn't shifted to quite a buyer's market. But we're starting to see. Now, I've mentioned a buyer's market several times. So you might have the question, what is a buyer's market? Basically, a buyer's market occurs when the supply exceeds demand. Okay. So when the inventory is high and there are a lot of homes for sale, but there aren't that many people looking to buy. So right now, we're not quite in a buyer's market because although the i mean not although we're not quite in a buyer's market because there aren't plenty of homes to select from and there's still a large demand of buyers in the market looking right so when the supply would it, so once the supply exceeds the demand then we will shift to a buyer's market. All right, so that's just the quick overview of what is going on in the market. Not too much has changed since last episode, and you kind of got a little bit of definitions. What does house poor mean? What's a buyer's market? What? Those are three little tidbits. Hope to get you more information on the next episode and also have maybe a guest on the show, please like, subscribe, and follow me on all my social media. You can find me at The New Home Agent. My website is iggykuban.com. That's I-G-G-Y-K-H-O-U-B-A-N.com. If you have any questions, send to me through email, thenewhomeagent at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening and hope to catch you on my next episode.